What's up, everybody? It's the Audi 84 Show live here in uh, Revere, Massachusetts. Hola. On this very fine Wednesday, the 8th of uh, August, if you will. It's gross out. Episode 65. It's muggy. It was, it's been uh, over uh, 90 for the last week. Yeah. It's raining. Nice and hot. Um, and I am back. We weren't here last week. I would, last week at this time, I was sitting... In a seedy uh, bar in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, right? or oh, outside of Hartford. Do you know? Mm. Do you ever been to the Hartford Airport? Uh, that is no. I've actually never been to that airport. That airport is not really near Hartford. It's actually close to Springfield. Huh. The way it's located, it's like in the middle between the two. It's in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing around there. Yeah. Um, the reason I was out there was because I was at the NFL Hall of Fame last weekend. I was flying out on Thursday morning, so I was staying at the hotel Wednesday night with uh, Double Back's brother. Um, single back, we'll call him. Not humpback. Hum- oh, oh, humpback. Even better. We'll call him humpback. <laughs> humpback. Double back's brother, humpback, the meat salesman. Yes. And uh, yeah, it was a interesting time. Um, I guess we could start off that story. How that went? Uh, yeah. Since it was uh, nothing, you know, catch up on some stuff. Huh? Yeah, we got some, we got, we got a lot to catch up. up here. Susie J is not here right now. She's still at work. She'll be coming and joining us uh, in a little bit. We do have the dogs. We have uh, Nola. Tommy's on the floor. You can't see him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So so last Thursday, I flew out. But I, we, I drove down. After work, I drove down to uh, Hotford. Mm. And um, we stayed at the hotel because we were flying out approximately like 5 o'clock in the morning. Now, the airport's very easy to get in and out of in Hotford. It's like the size of one terminal. The whole entire airport's one terminal of Boston, say. Oh, that's yeah. That's very easy. So there's like 20 gates, and that's it. Yeah. So once you get through security, you're good to go and all that stuff. So that's what we do. Shoot the flow. So I get down there at 9 o'clock. So uh, Humpback is uh, fucking passed out from working all day, right? So I get to the hotel room. He, first of all, this is, this, is, this is how people might, might have thought me and him were a, uh, a couple. Mm. So he tells the lady at the front desk. He texts me. He's like, I'm falling asleep. I left a key for you on the front desk. The lady. I said, my friend was coming. <laughs> I go, okay. So that's your first problem, right? that your friend is coming. Okay. So I get to the hotel, and I have uh, Susie J's very feminine uh, suitcase, that lime green oh, one right there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I roll my bag up to the front desk, and I go, hi, my uh, friend said he uh, he left this for his friend. My name is Adi Damadia. Yeah, you'd have to be a top, And she looks at me, and she goes, oh, yes, here you go, and slides it over. And I go, yes, thank you. So now I roll into the room. He's passed out at this point. It's like 9.15-ish or so. At this point, by the time I got down there, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to stick around the room. So I got a six-pack of beer. I left them, and I, but they were cold, but I'm like, I didn't have a fridge in the room. I can't take them with me, so I just left them in my van. So I had a beer. So I walked back. There, so I go, fuck it. I'm going to go find somewhere to eat or somewhere to drink, a bar at some sort. There's got to be something around. You know what I mean? So I Googled it. On the stretch of street, there's like seven hotels and one bar. Or one hotel has a bar that's open late. To like, And late means n- midnight. So I'm like, all right. So I walk down the block over there while I'm drinking a beer. I'm like, oh, I'll have a beer while I walk. And then um, I get to the bar and everything. And when I tell you a sausage fest, there had to be – this area must be an area where construction workers and people who have to stay in the hotels for work have to stay. Yeah. Because they're all, like, people in that industrial type and rough around the edges people, right? Yeah. Working class, though. Yeah, yeah working, working class, class guys. You know, talking about titty bars and hitting on the waitress, smacking her ass and stuff like this. Nice. You know? It was awesome. My type of place, you know? Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, this one broad walks in, and like when and like she walked in, it was like the record stopped. Like, all the guys were like, "Oh, hey, baby, whatever." 
So she sits at the end of the bar. So I'm sitting in the middle of the bar. And I'm just having a few beers, catching up on some emails. I'm a, you know, I got an early flight the next morning. I can't stay out late. And she must have been friends with the uh, with the bartender. And uh, this girl was just talking and talking the guy next to me's ear off. Yeah. And this was guy he was interested. No. No. Not at all. Because <laughs> it, it got to the point where he was interested, and then they realized he wasn't going to be able to fuck her. You know that you know that threshold where you yes. talk to a girl. Yeah. You realize the only reason you're talking to her is so you can have sex with her. And, and it's not going to work. And it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like you, it, and a lot of guys don't can't grasp that. Yeah. I think fifty percent of guys can't grasp the fact that they they they, they too much wishful thinking. I yeah. Think when it's it up, just yeah. you quit with your head. You know, you and, have uh, to quit. You got to just bail. Because at that point, you either bail or you know what? You just realize maybe nothing's going to go right the rest of the night. So you just listen to their bullshit. Exactly. Otherwise, you'd be spending your entire night there doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Dealing with this broad who. Uh, you know, he's not going to have sex with you. We're not even touch a ding-dong. Not even, no. Not nope. even give you a hug. No, you're going to go home and use your tears as yes. lube. So this, basically. So this <laughs> guy was, he was at that point. But he couldn't get a break in the conversation to leave. He, now he was in the awkward spot where he couldn't just bail out, you know what I mean? Which is the worst, it's a terrible spot to be in it at is. that point. So um, he, what the hell is that? Thanks for the update. You guys still doing the show? What the hell is that? Did you read that text message from Eric Powers? No. I don't know what the hell you're saying. Um, so needless to say, this guy leaves and then she starts making a beeline to me and I'm like, last call is about to happen. So I grabbed the bed, chugged it and went back to my hotel room. I'm like, I am not going to be stuck in this fucking situation because I got to, you know, whatever. So I leave, get up early. We get up early. We fly to Canton and, uh, I'm like, I'm exhausted because I had a long day ahead the night before. I have a long day ahead of me this day. So we go to, we get in there like eight o'clock in the morning. We have to fly twice. Yeah. We have to go from Hartford to Detroit, and then Detroit to Canton. Uh, now, there's only two cities that fly into Canton for a Delta. It's either Detroit or Atlanta. They're two major hubs. So you got to fly to one of those cities if you're flying Delta before you get there. Anyways, for United, they have two direct flights to Canton from New Jersey. So not a lot of flights. This, that the, sucks. The That's Canton, horrible. The Canton Airport had seven gates. It was the size of a high school gym. It was tiny. You got to wonder why they picked these places. I mean, I, I, I get it. Like, oh, it's kind of secluded. But at the same time, I, I don't know. It's probably well, not. Well, fo- football was the, the the modern day rules of football were established by the Canton football team. Oh, I see. And right. 100 years ago, it's the 99th season, I guess. 100 years ago, can't, they would do it with small teams. There was like the Canton whatever is. There was like the Youngstown whatever. Okay. It was all that working class, like working class, like uh, stale belt people. They all had these teams and stuff. So essentially, it was the center point, so they put the Hall of Fame there. Yeah, that makes sense. But at the time, Canton was probably as big as Cleveland, you know what I mean? Or it was as big as the next city over. It wasn't like a tiny city compared to now. Yeah. It was it was a major city in, in that re- respect. I just feel like they don't deserve to have anything. <laughs> no, but you know what? Sometimes it's better to have like you know, Canton's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, basketball's in Springfield. Uh, baseball's definitely in the middle. Oh, of nowhere. Oh, that's definitely in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Hockey's the only one that actually was like, "Hey, well, people are in town. We should do it." They're up in the. It's in Toronto, which yeah. I've never been to. But soccer's up and coming. Where's that Hall of Fame already? Someday we'll be there. Where's that? I don't know. Who the fuck's <laughs> watching soccer? Fuck soccer. Well, okay. So that we get to Canton, the we first go. thing we do is go to the casino. So we go to the casino, and we end up. We find out it's just a fucking slot power. They didn't have like board oh, games. Oh, that sucks. So I was going to gamble anyways because this trip was relatively free for my pot. So I just uh, basically uh, sat at the bar and drank uh, $20 worth of drinks at the Hard Rock, which was basically a half a drink at that point. 
But it is. Tommy's going Tommy's at it. Look at him go. Well, he is. He's, man, it's really Tommy's bad. So he has confused. no idea where to stick it. It's so confusing. And I think at two years, <laughs> he's two years old. He's never going to learn at this it point. It never gets old. Why does it never get old? It's just hilarious. I can't. It's uh, the weirdest thing. Tommy, when he humps Nola, if you don't know, humps her from the front, not the back. Yes. I have no idea. He has no idea what's going on. No. Tommy. Stop it. Um, so we did gambling. The first night we went to the football game. That was kind of dull. There was nothing going on. Like we stayed at till halftime. We bounced out of there. Uh, it was nice though because the company that was uh, sponsoring us. I guess I can give him a shout out. Sugardale. Sugardale. Sugardale is a big uh, supplier of pork products in this country. Apparently they supplied the bacon to Wendy's. They supplied the uh, pepper the, the pepperoni to uh, Domino's. Oh, and shit. a few other big companies, like Papa John's and stuff like this. Yeah, that's yeah, a big so deal. They, they were pretty uh, big uh, contracts. Ah. So they had these hospitality tents, that's which were cool. Yeah. So you needed a pass to get into them. So we got in there, and it was free drinks, free food, and your opportunity to meet a celebrity. So I met, um, uh, who did I meet? Uh, Anderson, um, Horton, uh, Morton Han- Anderson, who was the kicker for the Saints. Mm-hmm. And I met... Um, you brushed up against Warren Moon a little bit. Warren Moon, I seen him. He was on my flight. I didn't say anything to him because I didn't want to bother the guy. Yeah. But uh, he was on my flight. Um, Lanier, William Lanier was on my flight. He was sitting right behind me. Oh, nice. He forgot his jacket. That's why we, why he didn't see him. <laughs> jacket. Sucks. The entire flight. How could you forget your jacket? The 20-minute flight. It literally, it took longer to taxi down the runway from Detroit to Canton than the flight was. Tw- flight was 20 minutes. Yeah. That was it. But it took us 25 minutes to take off and 25 minutes once we landed. So my buddy's like, we should have just got a fucking car and drove from Detroit. It took us the same amount of time. That's true. And yeah. we went to sit in the fucking airplane. But so Willie Lin- uh, Linnea is behind me and on the flight. And the entire time, he's talking to people to break into his apartment to get his jacket and FedEx over. Because I don't know how you go into the Hall of Fame and you forget your gold jacket. Yeah, that's the one thing that, uh, you know. Should be the number one out. thing you pack. Yeah. But he forgot it. So he's calling everyone. His neighbors don't have keys to the house. He called someone and told them to break into the house and FedEx the jacket. But, like, he needed to buy, like, you know. This was Thursday. He needed up by, you know, Friday, Saturday, the latest, right? So, needless to say, he never got his jacket. You could have driven him crazy. You could have walked out and be like, who are you? And then he tells you who he is. You'd be like, no, you're not. You don't have your jacket. You don't have your jacket. <laughs> Where's your jacket? It was unbelievable. So, he, you know, he's on my flight. Warren Moon's on my flight. Andre Reed, I got his uh, uh, autograph during, uh, you know, one of the, the nights for hospitality, whatever like that. So, I, you know, I didn't do a lot of drinking. I really, I was pacing myself because I, I was drinking. You don't remember it? Yeah, and like it, I couldn't, I couldn't get drunk. I think it was like it was so exhausting because we had so much shit to do. I was riding a buzz all day. It was nice, mm. and I was nonstop. So, and then when, when we had downtime, we just took a nap. We went back to the hotel and just took a nap. It was fucking awesome taking a midday nap. So we did all that on the first night, and then the second day we woke up early. We had to go play golf. Well, we didn't have to. We did. It was a nice golf tournament. Yeah. So uh, me and Humpback and uh, his uh, rep and some other person who works for the company. Well, we did a scramble. You ever played golf like a scramble? I've been around golf, but I've so never been a golf guy. If you don't know what a scramble is, all four of you just hit the ball, and whoever has the best ball at that point, everyone hits from that point. So instead of hitting your own ball, you just hit the best ball. Okay. And then everyone has a turn to hit that ball. So you keep making your way to. So it goes a lot faster than everyone playing their own ball. Yeah. So we did that. Worked out great. Hey, Alex, Alex Wallace, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Trustful listener here. And uh, we did that. It was a beautiful day out, nice and warm, just enjoying the time. And um, Chris Cotta was at the lunch after the, at, the, at the country club. Yeah. He sat there and talked to us about that stuff. And he's maintained. Yeah, dude, guy, that right? guy looks good. He, he's always 52 years old. Like, yeah. I, I would have thought he was in his late 30s. He's waiting for a call. That's what it is. Maybe he's just never given up. 
but he was taking the long he was taking the easy way out. So this is what he says. They're in the dinner. So we stayed for the lunch, but they had one they had well, hundred people and they had one guy making paninis one at a time. Oh that sucks. You know how fucking long that takes? Yeah, that sucks. So we bailed out. I go, we weren't that hungry. So we stuck around. I got my two free drinks. And then uh Chris kinda goes, Listen, I'm not gonna bother everyone by telling you a story. But if you want to talk to me, I'll be around. This fucking guy didn't want to sit up and take a speech. So he basically just like for five minutes was talking to everyone, then left. And yeah. he was in the room, and you could take a picture of him if you wanted to or whatever like that. Yeah. So I'm like, at this point, we we're bouncing because we had, had, I wanted to take a nap because we had the black tie dinner. Now, when you think black tie dinner, don't you think like a big, like, giant, like, um, a big room where, like, you go and, like, a wedding type of thing? Yes, I think, like, chandeliers yeah. and, and a nice tablecloths. And, uh, exactly. I think it's nice dinner. Yes. So I didn't know much about these dinners or how this stuff worked out. So I assumed it would have been, like, in a big room, like a big banquet hall that maybe held 300 people, maybe, the most, right? Yeah. And everyone would be dressed up in dresses and, and suits and everything. And we'd sit around and the players would be there and they would say a few words and get their jackets. No. That's not what it is. Anyone could have went to this dinner. It was $140 for the dinner. The it was basically like a TV dinner they gave you, and it wasn't even good. No, it was, was terrible. it three courses? Uh, all at once. Oh wow! They gave you a wilted salad, a TV dinner, <laughs> and your dessert was sitting on the table when you got there. Shit. Yeah, that's bullshit. I'd it be was, pissed. Well, we didn't pay for it, so I, I know, I know, I know, I know. If I, I would have been pissed if I paid for it. Yeah. So we sat there, and the only cool part is our table was real in the back. So there was like four rooms. Oh, that's good. But the players came in to that room first. That's so I was like when you seen the video on my uh, Instagram and stuff like that on my Facebook, it was uh oh, light bulb down. Oh, you know what? <laughs> that lights on the timer. Oh, I don't think it's going to impact. My, no, it doesn't impact that much. It just went it's off on that. Went down a little bit. Yeah. That's not too bad. It's not too right. bad. No. But yeah, I have a, all my lights are on the timer in here, so the aquarium's on a timer. So I it's see. plugged into the extension code that the aquarium is. Yeah, it didn't really impact it too, too, too much. Yeah. All right, well, it is what it is at that point. True. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. We uh, So we went, the dinner was kind of disappointing. We left and went to an after party afterwards. I Like, literally, we dressed up in a fucking, I have a suit and a tie and a vest and all that stuff yeah. on. And we're all dressed up for 15 minutes. That and sucks. then we left. Could we didn't stay there and watch them get the jackets. I guess it better to overdress than under. Just, you know. People showed up and it, it was required to have a black tie. Oh, God. People showed up in like shorts and a t shirt. Like, but they weren't turning anyone away because it was $150 a ticket. You know True. what I mean? Yeah. So I said, whatever. So we went to the after party, whatever. And like the bars in Canton roll up at like, at, at like 12 o'clock. That's it. And then there's nothing else to do. So the that night, was that the first? Yes, that was the night. I went to this. I went to this. It was this one brewery called Fathead's Brewery that was open. Mm. So I was sitting there just, you know, relaxing, and then I, I uh, started a conversation with this girl that was sitting next to me. We were chit chatting. Ah, uh, yes. And this is where we come to this funny story. <laughs> what me and Adam were just watching a video, and uh, <laughs> no, I mean it was what it is. We had a nice conversation and stuff. Like this it wasn't like you know. She has two first names. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> um. She tells me, she, we didn't really get into much. I was just chit chat, and she was like, "Yeah, I used to be a singer, in a in an actor back in the day." Yeah, and she was friends with the bartender. And I'm like, "Oh, really?" And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh," so she starts showing me going. To, well, first of all, she asked me what I was doing in town, so I lied and I said mm-hmm. I was I was working for ESPN, um, as a correspondent from Boston, working with the local media down here for the Hall of Fame. That's basically what I said. Yeah. 
And then she started telling me how she used to be an actress. Of course. And a singer. And I didn't really register in my head I, until... Until I just said it. I just said it to you <laughs> before the show started. That makes sense. Why she was, like, advertising. Yeah. Um, advertising the entire thing to me. So she shows me her YouTube page, and it's her singing and stuff. And we previewed a few of her songs. Oh, yes. They're, they're very memorable. They're very uh, catchy. Very catchy. Uh, not a lot of set design going on in that background. No, I got to you know? say, uh, I, that what I, my one criticism of the songs would be is it uh, like it's produced well, it's, the music's well, the lyrics, it's auto-tuned. She, she admitted it was auto-tuned, but it flowed. But nowadays, everything's auto-tuned, so it doesn't really make a difference. I would say the presentation of the music video it was lackluster. Very much so, yeah. Um, the one actual music video that she was doing, she was dancing in front of a taupe uh, wall. <laughs> I don't want to make fun of anything because it was entertaining. She was a nice guy. It, it was. Um, no, we're just we're just critiquing what could have been better. And and also, like I pointed out, if you're gonna have your friends in um, your music video, you should probably pick the most attractive ones, and not your you dumpy should. ones who look like they probably are single mothers. They should be hot friends. There shouldn't be a bunch of brides from Rivera that you went to high school with. You know <laughs> Definitely. I mean? And she said she grew up like right. I thought she like, she had a little bit of an ethnicity to her, so I figured she was an out of towner, like a foreign descent. Hmm. Apparently she's not. She's a white girl with a tan who lived outside of Canton. I she, guess she looks like she would have a very annoying laugh. She had a unique laugh. See, yes. <laughs> it was a very unique. It was. A, it was almost. It wasn't as bad as Joey's girlfriend on Friends, <laughs> but it was a very memorable laugh. Yes, you can just tell by some people. Yes, kind of like how Rihanna looks like she smells. Yes, like that probably, glistening, yes. like kind of like dirty, look to like them. sweaty, dirty. Yeah, smell they just like. look like they smell. Mm-hmm. Just some people you could also tell that person probably has a horrible laugh. I agree. Her, and yeah, she had a unique laugh, and, a, and she was showing me her acting. We watched. Hey, Tommy, we were watching the acting that oh, she yeah. did for that commercial, and she said it was a local commercial that was done in the area, and we watched it. And it was for a hydro. Hydro something. Like hydroponic plants. Yes, to make your plants grow yes. faster. Are you familiar with this? You're a botanist major. Yes, um, I would say, I, yeah, hydroponic. Hydro, it, it has to do with uh, like growing it on like water. Mm. You know, Although those plants do not look like they were growing in the water. I saw a pot. Yeah, so no, I don't okay. understand what the hell they were talking about. It was a very interesting... Uh, she was better than the guy. So maybe I think she wasn't that bad in that commercial because the guy yes. was just so horrible. It was, it was, it was, the, the commercial was very interesting, yes, if you will. Yes, it was. Um, Alex Wallace wants to know, Alex, if you go to, I don't know if you're going to be able to find it, you're going to go to YouTube, her name was Karina Karina Nicole, Nicole. (laughs) and her last name is good with an extra E at the end. Just look for yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it's called. (laughs) Karina Nicole Goody, but it's like Goody because that's the E at the end. I'm not, no, nice girl. I mean, a nice conversation with her, you know, whatever. Of course she, of course she was nice, because she thought you worked for ESPN. She thought I worked for ESPN, that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly what it is. So, yeah, so that was that night, and then the last night we uh, we went to the ceremony. Yes. They, they were enshrinement, and then we went to an after party afterwards that was late, but... Um, but the ceremony itself, like, who who would you say had, like, the best speech? So, okay, so this is what we're going to get to, so... With, Everyone obviously knows the Ray Lewis speech and yeah. how that went off. And we are, we obviously knew that was going to be – we, but see, this is what happened. We went to the hospitality tent, and then we went over to the Hall of Fame um, before the enshrinement. And we were leaving. And by, so T.O. didn't go there, so we didn't have to worry about his speech. One of the guys didn't speak, I believe, one of the older guys. And two of the other guys, they were older guys, but their speeches were quick. And I got a hand that most guys stuck to 15 to 20 minutes for the mm-hmm. speech. Because, I mean, 
honest to God, after you do a speech, anyone knows more than 10 minutes, you start losing your crowd. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. No matter how good you are and impelling of us. When you see the president speak on TV, it's usually a 10 to 15 minute speech. Unless you're like Tony Robbins, like one of those motivational guys. <laughs> well, that's different because yeah. it's motivating you. Yeah, 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 yeah. These guys weren't really motivating me. They were just telling a story. Yeah. So we, as we're walking in, um, Brian Erlacher is going on stage. And he's doing his thing. Now, that would say, to me, that was the best because it was a very well-prepared speech. He he summarized his life, his family, his playing career. Um, you know, he literally went through the steps of his whole entire life up to that point. And not to mention, his wife is an absolute smoke show. His wife is so hot, and his daughter's... I, She's attractive. I don't know how old the That's daughter is. I don't, I don't want to make a statement yet about Who the cares? <laughs> but during the parade, because the parade was the day, or the day of the enshrinement, we were at the parade, and he rolls by on a Corvette, and then these two chicks are on the back of the next car. Mm. I swore they were his daughters. I was yeah. like, oh, he has hot daughters. Yeah. One's the mom, one's the daughter. Whoa! Yeah, that's th- impressive. That's how hot his wife is. That's very impressive. Now, granted, he was born in '78, maybe. So he's in his 40s. He's 40, say, right? Yeah, right 40, now. 41, yeah. So his wife is probably our age, I would say. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little older. She's yeah. fucking 10. Wow. Oh, what a fucking hottie he is. He is good fucking for you, Brian Erlacher, you fucking doofus looking bald headed middle linebacker. Does his daughter look like the mother, oh, too? Oh, yeah. That's weird. That's Dude, just hop it weird. They could have been well, sisters. I thought they were fucking sisters. I hope he doesn't mistake his daughter for her one. Oh, day. God. One night he's half drunk. He's like, hey, <laughs> let me stick my dick somewhere. He comes home, <laughs> while, yeah, comes home after a long time drinking. Yeah. Yeah. So his speech was the best. He was to the point. Twenty minutes on and off stage, and then comes uh, Brian Doc- uh, Dawkins from the fucking Philly uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, there was one point where uh, Humpback said that if I went outside at a certain point, I probably would have died because I was sporting my Pats T-shirt and my Red Sox hat. Right. Yeah. During the Suntire thing, and then at one point in this one little courtyard. There were all these Philly fans, and they were chanting something. He said, he's like, yeah. He's like, I went out there, all of a sudden they started chanting something. And he's like, yeah, you probably would have died if you went out there. I go, they really have no right to be mad at me because they won the Super Bowl. If anything, I should be mad at them. That's true. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's an even. We beat you in 04. You beat us in fucking 18. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, that's all I can say is, so I probably wouldn't have been injured, but they're the most obnoxious, annoying, and fucking rude people on the planet. And I've said this once, and I say it again. And we talked about this fucking six months ago during the Super Bowl. <laughs> Philadelphia fans are the most rudest and ignorant people on the planet, and they follow that wherever they go. Tommy, they are. I, I, I the one thing they're not though, but they're up there. I would say they do not get the obnoxious. St- I think the most obnoxious are Raider fans, actually. Maybe, yeah, I guess so, yeah, to a point. With their kiss kind of makeup and that, like they just—I don't like Raider fans. They're just annoying too. Raider fans are a lost breed because you know, are they Oakland fans? Are they LA fans? Are they going to be Vegas fans in two years? Who? That's they? true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like they always show the same fucking person on all the time. Who's the? He's got spike pads on his shoulders. Yeah. And, yeah. Tommy, hold on. Tommy, stop. He like loves. This only happens when the camera's on. It doesn't yeah, happen. He's like biting at Nola's neck, and I have no idea what he's doing. But uh, he's priming it. He's priming it for sticking it in her. No idea what he's doing. He's gonna give her a trach with his dick. <laughs> Maybe he's gonna poke her in the eye because he doesn't know where it goes. Now he's eating her. Yeah. He's so confused. He is a fucking weird dog. Um, 
Uh, and then Brian, so he goes and he Brian Dawkins Dawkins pretty much it looks like he no he's just humping the air. What the <laughs> hell was that? I, I hate how we break away from these stories, no. but it's just so like what the hell? That was the weirdest thing. Has that ever happened? No, he like you see this the note he's, he's just humping, banging a ghost. He knows he's supposed to hump. He just doesn't know how to hump. Ghost dog. No one's hiding underneath the recliner because she's like I'm not so positive. This is like raping. Ghost dog. Um, so he Brian Dawkins looks like he showed up and had nothing prepared, mm. and he's just. Off the top of his cusp, just telling stories. Nothing has any sense. And the fucking Philly fans are just like, ah, woo, ah. I wasn't impressed. That was all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. It was all right. Now, half the people in that stadium, I'd say like 40% were Eagles fans, 40% were Ravens fans, and the other 20% were people like me who just were just there. No yeah. really particular fans of any team or any play going up there. I was happy I was there because I got to see Randy, who was a Patriot, which is yeah. cool. Um, if there was no expatriates there, I probably would have cared a little bit less. But you know, it's something yeah, reason it'll, to be yeah, there, right? Exactly. So, as soon as Dawkins leaves, half the stadium leaves. All the Philly fans leave. They oh, don't wow. even stay for everyone else's speech. Well, that's a cool fan base, though. If you think about it, like they actually, you know, there are some fan bases that they don't have any passion. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like at least they, their fans came. Yeah. You know. Well, here's a funny story. There was two people sitting in front of me. One was wearing a Dawkins Eagles jersey. The other one was wearing a Dawkins Broncos jersey. And the guy who was wearing the Eagles jersey was getting so emotional. And then he turned around and kissed his friend on the lips. What the fuck? Because they were so emotional in his speech. I am sorry. I will never cry over sports. I mean, you'll see me, like, fold my hands, like, get really yeah. angry. You, but have you, ever, have you ever cried over sports? Well, I guess they, I, uh, Erlock is his story he was telling about how his dad left the family, how his mom raised Okay, that's different. But I mean, like, actual a game. Like, I've gotten frustrated. No. I've gotten, like, I, I've seen you cuddled up in the fetal position. I I've just seen, shut off. Yeah, but get like, angry, yeah. But, like, actually cry yeah, no, because no, of no. a game or no, an no, event. No. I mean, I would, that's I would, a heartfelt speech about your parent. That's yeah, different. it's a different story. It's like, a different story. It was, it, was a total, it was a tear jerker because of the way he was telling the story. But these guys would get emotional over Brian Dawkins <laughs> just telling stories about playing football. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, and my buddy goes, those guys just kiss? I go, fucking Philly fans, man. I'm like, oh, it was like, it's that Tom Hanks in Philadelphia in front of me right now? Oh, man. Like, on, like smack on the lips? Was it, it was like a quick peck or was it like a make It was like out? a... That's still weird, yeah. Like he's kissing him on his cheek and the head turned a little bit, so I got a little lip on that. An Italian? Oh, one was black and one was a redneck with a cowboy hat. Oh, boy, wow. Well, it, yeah. is, it is a new world we live they in. They weren't your days. typical uh, homosexual couple. They, no. they clearly weren't a gay couple. I mean, those gay couples are pretty obvious these days. They were hetero life Not mates. that there's anything wrong with it. No. These were technically hetero guys who were friends who probably had a little too much to drink, and one of them got a little emotional about the situation. And, and they'll probably say, let's just forget about that the next day. I, they hopefully forgot about it immediately after it happened. You could tell the other guy was a little uncomfortable too. He's like got a little weird about it. You know or maybe I mean? it knocks something loose, and the next thing they realize they love each other. That maybe, could, maybe it was. A, maybe I witnessed two you, people falling in love. You did. Maybe you witnessed something here, Artie. We're on to something. I think. Uh, if that's the case too, that's a beautiful thing. That is a there's very. There's nothing, nothing against thing. that right there. Nothing at all. No. So he goes up, and then Randy goes up, and uh, Randy has a good speech. A little pity patty. Randy has a lot of kids. How many? Uh, I think at nine. Oh wow, he's he's not quite a Carmarty, uh, no. but uh, he's up there. And I kind of right? laughed a little bit because during the parade, there's like the, the the players in the first car, and then all the cars after. It's usually the families, and usually there's like one, maybe two cars right after. Randy had about six, <laughs> and I was joking. I go, I wonder how many kids he has because that's gonna be a lot of cars. And then, and then Humpback was like, No man, there's one, there's two, three. They were all jeeps with like six people in them. Each of them, I go, oh my god, he's a lot. Of, he probably invited a lot of family, cousins. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man. It was like, but he, he Randy's speech was good. Uh, he did mention 
the Patriots. You didn't mention Belichick. Mentioned Brady. Mentioned Kraft. Mentioned Dante. Uh, Dante Stelmechia. Hightower? No, Dante, the coach, the old uh, white guy coach, the linebacker oh, I'm coach. I'm not sure. Said he had wrote him a letter when he was down and out and, you yeah. know. Brian Dawkins in this speech was like, the day I, one day I woke up and I wanted to kill myself. And I told everyone I was going to kill myself. Oh, yeah, that's kind of funny. And I was up. like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, that's like, it's, I don't think that was publicly known. No, I don't think so. But, I mean, that's, uh, a, that's a big, uh, you know, bombshell to break, you know. There is that disease that football players get with the brain. I wonder if that's part it of it. You've had, been, you've had players, like, remember, show up in, at, during practice and try and kill people. Who was that player? Oh, who yeah. showed up and then he, I forget what he, he did. Killed but, himself in the and then he killed himself in the park. And then he killed himself in the park in front the of the Chiefs. GM. Yeah, remember the, that? It was the coach and the GM and the, the, the Chiefs. Yes, the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, That's fucked up. I mean, don't mention it. Uh, your heads get fucking rattled around. Or so I'm sure there's some, uh, maybe a screw loose or something like that. Yeah, Ray Lewis is definitely evidence of that. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So then we get to the, the main course here. Randy goes up. And now I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, it's 930 at this point. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Everyone's gotten their 20 minutes. They're pretty much keeping this thing on the cycle. This thing's going to be wrapped up at 10 o'clock. So maybe it's like 9.40, I should say. So if I can, he, he, oh, I go, uh, what's his face will go up there and then. Oh, shit. What the hell is that? Bottle cap. Bottle oh, cap. hey. Where the hell did that come from? Aha. Aha. <laughs> oh, it's not even a bottle cap. It's the, uh, came from up here. Ugh. Oh, wow. Well, that could have been bad. Oh, it's like the microphone stand. Oh, Jesus. Hold on, we're going to. Well, I don't know. Oh, you're choking there, buddy. I'm glad I ripped it out of his throat before it went down. Yeah, that that would have been an episode right there. Tommy dies on the air. Give him the dog Heimlich. Tommy dies on the air, then Heidi dies when Susie comes home (laughs) and Adam records it all. (laughs) A double death live on the air. All right, so that's back. Um, yeah, so, uh, what the fuck? Uh, so Randy, uh, so, uh, Randy Moss goes up there and then Ray Lewis goes up there and, uh, we knew it was going to be a long one Mm. and I think everyone knew it was a long one. That's why he was going to last because he, and at this point the Baltimore fans were still there and, uh, he personally bought tickets and drove about three or 400 people down to this thing. There was a whole section <laughs> where the end zone is of purple. Oh, and he wow. bought everyone's ticket and got everyone down there. And apparently he owns or is a partner in a solar panel company. Okay. And these were all the employees of the, in the front in their families. Well, that's smarter than I thought it would have been. I would have thought it would have been like Magic Beans yeah. or something. <laughs> and he's like, and I brought all those people over there for my solar panel company. And they're all like, ah. And there was like fathers and sons and families and wow. The old, I don't know if he paid for a hotel room. I doubt it. I bet they got bust down that day, and Probably. they were getting bust home that night, kind of yeah. thing. I mean, it was still it was a nice gesture, I guess you could say. You know yeah. what I mean? And everybody had to think a part of it was just for him fucking bloating, gloating, and being like, "Oh, look at that can do." Yeah, he can afford it. I mean. He starts off the speech. Five fifteen seventy five, <laughs> and I'm like fifteen seventy five. I look at. At Humpback, I go, uh-oh. He's like, yeah, it's going to be one of those speeches. And he's like, I'm the number of the God of Jesus. Five plus two is seven. And then he was going on these numbers like, 
15. Super Bowl 52 was played this year. If I was in Super Bowl 49, 4 plus 9 is 11. It was 13, 14 plus. I lived in this address when I was a kid. It was 73. My mother's this age, 45, 6 plus. For like 20 minutes, this fucking goon is going off on like equations and numbers. And Bible verses. There was one person like, Evictus check number 23. Oh, dude. <laughs> it was like, and I'm like, oh, where's this going? Five, six, and he's like, ah. so he's, he, so he, if you notice, he was the only one who had a wireless mic on. All the other guys went to the podium, and they spoke in the microphone like we talk on the radio off the microphones. Oh, he, man. on the other hand, um, they wired him with a wireless mic, and he was going left to right. And I go, he looks like one of those guys at 6 o'clock in the morning when you turn the TV on, and those preacher people are on there trying to sell you something. This is what he looked like. And he was going back and forth. So he, the speech was wrapping up. It was going about to about 15, 16, 17 minutes at this point. So we go to the people. Now, we're in Canton. People, so we found out the people were Ubering. Uh, Uber drivers were driving in from Illinois to work this weekend. Hmm. Because there's not a lot of Uber drivers there. So we were getting in the cars with plates from all different states. You know, there weren't just Ohio states. And there's one guy who was like, oh, yeah, I came in from Ohio for the weekend. He's like, you know, I'm just going to work. 12 hour days for the next four days, and I'll probably make about four grand. Wow. And I was like, sweet. I'm like, that's a good gig. He's like, yeah. He's like, I don't care. He's like, it's easy money. Yeah. So this is what this guy was doing. So we had to go, but there weren't still a lot of Ubers. You know what I mean? We still had to, like, kind of, you know, plan accordingly. So we, we had this gas station we went to up the street from the stadium that we walked, and we knew that we can get there, and there was a good place for an Uber to pull in. So we were starting to walk up there. And I go, oh, his fucking speech must be over. And then he takes a turn, and he starts talking about politics. And I, the one, the, the one thing you know that I don't like is when someone whose whose job is to entertain me starts talking politics. Starts talking politics. Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent on that. Comedians, actors, yeah. sports athletes. I politics is like talking about your wife's vagina. That should be something you keep in your home. Yeah. Don't share your thoughts with anyone because yeah, I, I don't agree. give a shit what your politics are. Well, religion's the same exact way. Yeah. If you want to believe in fucking the Easter Bunny is your god, and go, go ahead. You want to believe unicorns or killer unicorns are yes. roaming the earth before us? Go for it. Whatever. But you're not gonna know. convince me otherwise of your thoughts. No. One way or another. So you're wasting your time, and there's nothing you can say that's actually gonna make this a productive conversation. True. You know what I mean? If we're gonna leave the table the same way we entered the table, disagreeing. Yeah. There's no proof of anything. No. It's just, it's just gonna go around. It is what it is. But then he, but he goes to that political turn. But then he takes a very, he's like, he's going far right, then he bangs a quick left. <laughs> and when he bangs a quick left, he starts talking about, I want to make sure there's no human trafficking. <laughs> Sex trafficking Sex. for children. So I was like, whoa. Oh, this took a weird fucking bump of the road. It's like, poor people, gonna eat. I'm like, yes. Everything he said was a, it was a statement that everyone said, young children should not be sex trafficked. Yes. People need to eat. Yes. There should be less, less violence in the world. Agreed. There's definitely a way to bring us all together. But the way he was talking, it was like he just came up with this idea. Yeah. It's all him. And then he, uh, uh, Steve McNair's mom was there, I guess he's close with, was there. And then he had a friend that died. Steve McNair. He, Whatever happened to him? He's the one who, uh, his wife blew him away. Remember? On, on 4th of July. He's dead? Yeah, remember that story? Oh, God, I forgot. It was 4th of July, 2010, maybe? She Steve walked. McNair, that's she, right. She walked into the room with a shotgun, blew him away while he was taking a nap. Well, that's one way to do it. And then turned it on himself and shot herself. Well, that's one way to do it. At least he didn't feel that one. Yeah, no, I think he, I think it was probably one of these things. Like, oh, what's up? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. 
So his mom was there, and then uh, I guess a friend of his who died when was there, and the entire town was like, "Is this when he admits he killed that person in Atlanta in 2000? <laughs> All right, I know, right? I'm like, someone should scream, "Where's the white suit?" Exactly. I don't know one has the balls to fucking scream that because Ray Lewis is a scary looking motherfucker. Yeah. A look in his eyes. Well, if, let's put it this way: if he's going to jump into the crowd and do something to you, it's going to be on camera, and you're going to get a lot of money probably because what's going to happen? Unless he kills me. Exactly. You know, he might just fucking. But that whole story too, it wasn't him. He was just there, right? I think that well, was part of the thing. He was an accomplice to this murder. He was a accomplice, but then I heard stories that he did it. Like that's why he got blood on his suit. Mm. There's many stories. No one knows the actual story, and you know what? No one will probably ever know the story. Probably not. Alex Wallace says Ray Lewis is like Don King. Kind of is. Kind of promoting everything. Yeah, kind of. But uh, that was that, and then we flew home the next day. So, you know, there wasn't much like a, of a nightlife or like a any. It's very it's very hard to get in trouble in a town like that. Yeah. You know. The most I got out of entertainment at night was the Karina Nicole. Karina, and, and she I was entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I want it, baby. Yeah, yeah, I want it. Plain, plain. Give it sky, to me. sky. <laughs> I want it. Just, uh, I wonder how long it took her to bang out those lyrics. They're, it's probably really difficult. They're not bad though. They're, I mean, the lyrics—they're better than like Pitbull, like I was saying. You know? It is. It's yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of everything's better than Pitbull. Yeah. He he rhymes. Um, what does he rhyme? He rhymes to say words together. Oh, uh, oh God, it takes me a while to get there. I don't know. He's horrible. But like, at least like Karina was like, I don't know. She, but the thing is, it looked, she's 42 too. I didn't believe that. Yeah. I was like, wow, 42. I, she goes, how old do you think I am? I don't like, you know, I always, if I think a girl's 35, I subtract five. I, whatever I think the girl is. Yeah. I subtract five years. That's smart. Just because it's like, you don't believe it, but you just want them to say. So if, I, if you girls, if you ever meet me in the street and I go, and you go, how old do you think I am? And I say an age, add five years because that's what I really think. But I'm just trying to be nice. Because at least that gives you a five-year five buffer. Smart. That's smart. Because if you say to her, oh, you look 34, and she's like, 32? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, but If you're you say, fucked. oh, you look, you know, you look Yeah, take you know, the under. 29. Always go with the under. Oh, I'm 32. Oh. But yeah. like her videos look like they were leading into an SNL skit. Like, I thought they were. They just, yeah, it's just not at all. Yeah, it's a good trip though. And I go to her. I go. Uh, apparently, she was one of those kids who was like a kid in a pageant and stuff like that. She was saying, oh, "God, she was like a pageant kid." Oh man. And uh, she was doing stuff when she was little and everything like that too. And I go, "Why'd you stop?" Of curiosity, I'm like, you know, usually if you're doing this much effort for something, you might as well continue it. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, I had no confidence." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, I go, "Yeah." I didn't know really how to sing and all that stuff. I go, "Well, no one really knows how to sing." I go, "But." Yeah, you know, it is what it is. That's nice. I uh, I told her if she's ever in the Boston area, and she would like to be on the ID eighty four show. She has an open invitation. Nice. And I go if she's looking to have sex, I know a guy, named Eric. <laughs> That's cool. Before but fucking talk about him, this what the fuck was that? Up was text messages yesterday. What were you reading any of his text messages? I don't pay attention to that group anymore. I'll I'll text you, but occasionally so I'll look at that. So he was uh, he was in. He had the day off, I guess, I'm assuming. And he was at his parents' house in the pool. Oh, I saw the pool thing. And I saw, yeah, and I saw he was just his phone in the water. talking nonsense the entire day. Yeah. And he started his own hashtag, Eric in the pool. So I, I put it in Twitter because I was like, I don't know if anyone else has this. So in 2012, some girl used the hashtag, Eric's in the pool. <laughs> and, but he was so confused, he thought that was the, he thought the girl was talking about him. Oh, my God. I go, no, she's from 2012. He's just too stoned out of his mind, probably. He's like, well, 
Did you tell her about me? I go, no. no. I go, it's from, it's, I go, it's a six-year-old tweet. And yeah. apparently she knows someone named Eric who was in said pool. Apparently. Not you. Hmm. Although you could have been in the pool at the same time. Who knows? You know? True. But. I got yeah. to uh, well, I got to enjoy the Maine life. Oh, that's right. While. You were up in Maine all week, right? I was up in Maine for, uh, long for a long weekend with a, with a buddy of mine. And, uh, yeah, your father's place up there? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, near the lake house. And uh, I, went, I didn't know this. Maine actually has the tallest uh, absorb- observatory um, bridge in the world. What do you mean? Uh, uh, like, uh, like observatory from an actual bridge. Okay. Bridge observatory, yeah, in the world. Oh, like a, okay, okay, okay. Like the observatory is on the bridge. It's stupid. It's a. It's. A, I'm wondering if Maine was like, you know what? We got to do something. Which makes sense though, because a lot of bridges out. you can't observe on. Yeah, you're not. You drive through them, you know. But this is the the tallest so one be, in the world. So there's probably there's obviously bigger bridges, but this is the only one. This is the biggest one in the world. You could actually go up in the top and look at. Okay. Yeah, height wise. That makes sense. Okay. Like, within the bridge, you can go up. Where was this? This is in Maine. Where we're in Maine though. I forget what part of Maine. And what, what was the bridge? It's near Arcadia. What was it going over? Um, like just, river it just connects. Yeah, it's just part of a river, but it's the tallest one observatory. You go, it's it's taller than the uh, than the the Bunker Hill Monument. It's taller, okay. and it gives like the, it's it gives everything that it's taller than. I'm like, that's not fair. That thing was built in like 18. Something. And what do you see when you're on the top? Just woods. Oh, it's and a great view. It's a nice time. view. And then the ocean. Can you see the ocean at all? Yeah, it's a nice view. It's a really nice. nice view. And then went to some forts. Saw some cool stuff. And I uh, got to shoot some stuff. Did some fishing. Did some kayaking. Nice. And I, I texted a friend of mine like, "Oh, what are you doing in Maine?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, shooting stuff." And like, "Yeah, sounds like Maine." Yeah. You know. Everybody up there owns a gun. They oh, did, actually to. don't have a police force where I was. So yeah. it's kind of like you just don't break into people's homes because you're going to get shot. You get shot. You have to because you're going out in the woods. You're driving around. You have nothing going on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's fucking dangerous. Although I will say I was up uh, I was up near Bangor, and that weekend there was this giant festival. And I wish Boston could be like this where we kind of have the concert area by the seaport, but and you can hear the live music, but it's not the same. Like, this is part of Bangor. You could walk around the whole city, and there could be a good band playing. You can hear them yeah. live and still be walking around the city anywhere. True. And it's pretty cool. Like, uh, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big Three Days Grace guy, but, like, I'm just walking around the, the city, and I'm going to um, I went to a Sea Dog, just a bar around there with, with my buddy. Okay. And, um, and I'm like, do you hear that? I'm like, I hear Three Days Grace. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're playing, like, like five blocks away over there. That's pretty cool. You know, it, it's just kind of neat, you know. And when you got a nice little buzz going on, it's like, oh, my God, I know this song. And he starts singing along the shit. Yeah, Mid-Maine's pretty cool. I mean, Bang- I was up in Mango once a uh, long time ago. Yeah. Uh, University of Maine's up there in Orono, which is next to the over from yes. Mango. That's yeah. a big fucking potty town up there. Yeah. Um, I strike it as a type, if you went to the University of Maine, you don't have a problem having sex. No. Because there's not many girls up there. And, you know, it's like, you know, but you ever the, have, you ever have sex with a girl from Maine? Never. There's no, there are no attractive people there. And th- that's the thing. But the fun, everyone has a fucking story. So I don't know. I, I met a smoke show where it lived in Maine. Was Mango. she from there, though? I don't know. I, she probably wasn't from there. She had herpes. They all look like, honestly, I thought of Somebody Buffalo Betty's, that. girls from Buffalo. You think so, yeah? They all look like girls from Buffalo. They're right. And, um... I'm saying it, but everybody fucking talks. There are times I just don't want to talk. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to relax. And it's like, you got to be careful because at any moment, you could be looking at something on a television. Someone's like, yep, that, that play was horrible. And then they go into their fucking life story. And I don't want to hear it. Yeah. But I'm nice. I'll engage them back. But sometimes I just want to be like, you could be sitting at a bar and all of a sudden some, some person tells you that she did music videos. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be better, actually. I would like that. Not like some guy telling me his life story and then yeah. be hey, you want to do some shots? I don't know you. Yeah, no, you don't want you a know. strange man, but a, a, a good-looking girl is a lot different. Yeah, that's not going to happen in Maine. You're going to get like a Buffalo yeah. Betty telling you, or like some guy who's like complaining and wants to buy you shots. And then you start getting Stockholm Syndrome where all the fucking broads, like you're, you're not used to 
it's like you're used to a certain quality, but you've been exposed to this quality, so the best of that quality starts becoming the best. Yes. It's like, you know, it's like a girl lives in a small town, right? She's like the best looking guy in the small town. It's probably a fucking piece of shit yeah. compared to the another, in a bigger scale. Yeah. So when I walk into towns like that, I'm like, whoa, hey now. Yeah. You know? So, like, for this girl, like, for you, like, eventually these girls will start looking, like, decent looking. That's nervous racking because that's scary. That, that would be scary. I did go to Walmart up there. Oh, boy, man. I'm sure that was an adventure. Oh, that was great. I mean, we, a Walmart around here is an adventure itself. Yeah, yeah. You got to have the fake camo vest on, right? You know, you got people those of people. of Walmart is a great right. website. But, oh, boy, the people of Walmart up there, man, are a totally different breed. I saw yeah. a fat woman with a mullet. Um, I saw a couple fat women with mullets. Not men, women. Hmm. It was it was very it was a sight. It was very interesting. Mullins, huh? Yeah, but everyone's really nice. It was cool. That's cool. You know, oh, a good time. L- very relaxing. Yeah, I kind of needed it. Oh yeah, I mean, some th- Maine is uh, meant to be relaxed. You know, what I mean, there's no there's no stress level in the state of Maine at all. Exactly. And uh, what did we do the week before that? I was away. You were in Maine. Anything happened? What did we miss? Anything? No, nothing major other than that. We uh, I put together. We are making a full steam ahead source to get the show. Somehow syndicated I somewhere. I saw that, yeah. I did a 20-minute demo. Did you happen to listen to it? I have not checked it out yet. I've been it's actually preoccupied by you know other yeah. things that you know about. If you listen to <laughs> it, you know. But I will get. I did. I did. I, you got my permission to to access it. Remember how you had to get permission? Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, and I gave you the. link. There's more yes. of a direct link now. I had. I yeah, got. I have it. Yeah. So it's actually uh, it's a pretty good demo of the show. So if you if you just listen to the show for the first time, you're in the, oh, you're on Podbean right now or iTunes. Just click on the demo. And then that's 20 minutes of the show, basically, in a nutshell. So I took segments from, like, the last, like, 10 episodes. Okay. Pieces around. You know what I mean? Nice. Put it together, spliced it together. It may look nice. But uh, hopefully we shop that motherfucker around. And if you're listening and you want to, like, do something with the show, feel free. You know, I'm not going to fucking play with it. Diddle it a little bit. Yeah. You know, diddle it. Give it a, We give want it, you to diddle us. Give it a tug. Give it a nice little happy tug. Absolutely. You know, not an aggressive one. You know, uh, I, you know. I heard this thing on the radio that... Millennials, millennials don't like hand jobs. You see, this is where you, we've talked. We, not, not we've gone into this a little bit. I don't. I like a, a hand job's fine if it's going to lead into something else. Like I feel like the start. You actually just like the hand job. I like a hand job. I am puzzled by this. It's fun. It is, but I, I feel like it should lead into things. Sit I wouldn't back, be satisfied. Relax, just, you dick jerked. Yeah, know? but put the mouth on it too. What about the combo? Yeah, deal? but you know, maybe you're on a Greyhound bus on the way to uh, New York City. Okay, that's an exception to the rule. You know, yeah. and if she wants to uh, show her appreciation to you. Yeah. You know, I'd go on the, the blankets, give her a little popping. You know what I mean? Yeah, but she should be fishing for change down there too. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know, but like you know, you know, I appreciate a hand job. You know, you drive into the fucking you're in the you know you're in the T and they're in a Red Sox game and you're all packed in. And she just fucking jerks you. Hmm. You know, there's a there's, there's a certain point when you're getting a hand job that you don't care if you're gonna blow a load in your pants. Well, yeah, but that's kind of more like a rub because it's over. I'm talking about like an no, I'm, like no. They're, they're in the pants. Oh, jerking. okay, all right, okay. And, like, you get to that point where that jerk and you're like, well, if I, if I blow my load right now, I'm going to make quite the mess. <sighs> my underwear, my shorts. I don't think I could. I have multiple times. because you just. I wish I could. Because what I are you going to do, not come? True. But, I just, yeah, you're right. You know, what are we going to whip it out? True. You, know, you can't. I, maybe I'd get aggravated because I'd want more. I've never been in that situation where. You got to go and you have everything dry. Oh, I mean, can you like, just do something like else? It's like having a wet dream as a kid. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the millennials these days apparently do not like hand jobs or getting hand jobs. Is it like too iwy for them? What's wrong? What's their problem? I just think 
we were exposed to a lot of pornography as a child. I think these kids are even exposed to more. That's true. So they're numb. For them, a hand job is nothing but foreplay because the, uh, <laughs> what hand jobs new first. I base. mean, the only time you see a, a hand job <laughs> porn is if that's a niche. Yeah, yeah, All right? yeah, yeah. It's not like you're not st- you're not finishing starting up a hand job. No, no you're not. You, unless the girl's naked, and she's just trying to get the last like you know, you know, dripping job of it. But maybe everything's been changed now. Maybe a hand job. Oh, oh. May- I think uh, Susie J's in the house. I think a hand job is the uh, the new first base. We, we should we should change the bases. Well, isn't that first base? No, first base is like a French kiss. No tongue. You're right. You're right. Let's so, change the bases here. All right. Second base was a hand job. Said no. Second base was you know grabbing boobies. Boobies and a hand job. Uh, just boobies was second, and third was fingering, see, and then home was the you know. See, I always thought home third was oral. Really? Well, it is oral. Well, no, no, no. Fingering is no. It's not oral, but see, I thought third base was blowies and, and lickage. Second base was the handy and the finger popping, hmm. and first base was booby feel and aggressive making out. See, I always thought it was the four Fs, French feel, finger, fuck. I mean, it could have been back in the day. Okay, well, let's, we should change the bases completely now. Regardless, I think we get, a, we get a revamp here. We have to. Because I think that we're a little outdated on things. Well, we are. This is horrible. Kids these days, I think I think kids going, remember when you were just excited to get like an over-the-pants like rub? Yes. I think kids lead into things these days um, with the mentality that they're going to get a blowy. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. So what what should be first, should should a hand job be the new first base? I don't think there's bases anymore. I think there's there's, there's you you're at bat and you're either gonna score or you're not. It's home run derby these no, days. No, because people still like blowjobs. Okay, so maybe those home are still run, up there. I guess so. Yeah, there's gotta be something here. We got you know we gotta okay oral maybe, maybe oral's the new first base. <laughs> oral could be the new first base. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe feels new first base. Oral second. Um, well, then you get rubbers and stuff like this too. Oh God. Have you ever used a dental, Dan? Never used one. No. I've never used one of those. Um, I was at a strip club in Montreal once that gave extras, and a guy I was with, also named Adam, went to get a blowy from the stripper slash hooker that worked at yeah. the strip club. And she, as they were walking into the room, I watched her put a dental. It's basically a backwards condom in your mouth. It looks okay. like a. It's, so I thought pic- it was like a sheet. So picture a, mouth, a mouthpiece, right? Yeah. And picture a mouthpiece, but there's a, a connector in the back, so it's almost like a, like a, like a blanket on the back of the mouthpiece. Yeah. So you can't breathe through your mouth. It kind of creates like a, like a bag in your mouth. So you got to be a great no- nose breather. Pretty yeah. Much. Okay. So when you, so when you get a load in there, it just, which, the odds of getting anything s- disease-wise through oral is slim to none at yeah. this point. Yeah, that's pretty so tough. The double dam with the little, the, the what it's doing, I don't think that it's actually doing anything. No, it would make me question that person more. Like, what the hell's wrong with you that you yeah. feel like you got to use this? And it would make me think, like, all right, so how bad is your inside of your mouth? Yeah, is you got like a lot of bacteria growing in there? Or do you like you have like open wounds in there? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you're doing it more to benefit me than it is to stop and you from getting anything. That's what I would think. It's very weird. bizarre. It's very bizarre. I, I mean, a guy I work with telling me a story today. I, I'm introducing everyone. I work with a bunch of millennials for the most part in my office, so I'm trying to introduce them to the ID84 show. Yeah. So I sent them all a link today, and hopefully they're watching right now. If not, they're gonna be listening tomorrow at work. But what I did was I, uh, this guy was telling me a story about condoms, and he goes, when he was in college, what he did was he went to his website on Trojan, and said that he was working for the school, and they were going to set up a booth for safe sex, so they sent him a box free, five hundred condoms, 
so they can give them out as like marketing. So he's like, I had a box of 500 condoms sitting in my dorm room. I go, did you ever get through it? He's like, no. He's like, what animal can get through 500 condoms before they expire? That's sex every day for two for a year and for 1.8 years. That's true. But you probably want to give some to your friends. You're probably just gonna. Yeah. You could use them. Yeah. I'd give them out. He goes. They would just. He would just. He would just. They were wearing them as hats. They would put them on gloves. Oh yeah, yeah. They were just fucking around with like doing everything you could do with them. Like which that's what I would do. Them. I mean, if I had 500 free condoms, that's what I would do. Oh, dude, I don't even know what we'd do to this place if you had 500 free condoms. We'd have them hanging from the ceiling. They'd be everywhere. It'd be like a balloon house. Oh, yeah. It'd be awesome. It'd be pretty funny. That's a good idea. I when, I, when, I, when I was like 12 years old, I won a water balloon contest because I filled a condom up with water. And that fucking water condom does not break. No, it does not. I, me and my cousin were throwing it like fucking 50 yards, <laughs> and the thing would just hit the grass and bounce. And people were like, how are you winning? Like, I don't know. We found, this, we found these, a box of condoms in the field. And they weren't used. It was like, an, an, like I think like maybe some teenagers were gonna have sex, and then the cops came, broke it up, and they just dropped them. But yeah. they were like in good condition. That wasn't open. I don't. I, I hate how expensive they fucking are. You can go to a clinic and get them for free, but if you're gonna buy them, like most people, to stop and shop and stuff, yeah, they're ridiculously expensive. It's like they, it's like safe sex. It, it costs more money to be responsible. Do you ever use a? Do you ever use a free condom though? How no, but they're they fine. Are? There's no lubrication to it. No, there isn't. But it's you could spend five dollars and fucking buy some. I know what you're saying. That's two things you gotta get, and yeah. it's easier to go to the store. I get it. But like, just in general, they know you. They got you. They're like, they're gonna, we're gonna upcharge these. It's back, a fucking piece of latex. Back in the day when uh, I was a, uh, I wore the hat of the condom. Spermicidal lube. There was a particular brand I always used. It, it, Chic. No, it was a, uh, it was Trojans, Ultra Thins for his and her pleasure. Yes, they ribbed. They were ribbed. Oh, Double yes. lubricated ribbed. ribbed. I, actually, if you want to borrow one, I, you probably have a box fucking stack of them in the bathroom. Uh, probably from when we, probably when fit me. When we first bought them, <laughs> just to look at. <laughs> they uh, glow in the dark, too? No. no. Never, fuck it. I've, I've never used one of those. I've things. never either. I'd probably start laughing and I just would nothing too. would happen. I think it would take me out of the moment. You yeah, know me what too. I mean? No, but, uh, there's, like, but there's lots of lubrication on those things, right? One way or another. But the the, the free ones you get at the fucking like, Clinic. clinics? Yeah. You might as well be putting a fucking balloon on. It's like a fishbowl. Just grab them out of the thing. That's what I picture like a yeah. size. I've never got one from there, but I know they have them. Like just, I just picture like a fishbowl full of them and people like they're, swooping They're up. not good at no. all. Spend an extra buck, kids. You know? Yeah. Don't use the free condoms. I knew I, We used to give all free condoms at the radio station in college when I worked there. They had our radio station on it. So I gave Eric one one night. <laughs> and the first pump, it he blew right through it. Yeah. Like literally, it detached itself from the rubber band around the edge. And he was inside some random... Chick that he just met, uh, so I'm like, you know, good oh. luck, good luck for her. Well, good to know. But yeah, man, um, yeah, some condoms. It's uh, you know, fucking burn one on your head. You ever put you ever put one on your head? No, and I've seen someone do that. And blow I tried. It up I got nose. close. Yeah, I, what you got to do is you got to put it over your head and you got to put a straw up there and you got to blow through the straw like a snorkel. Damn, that works, I guess. But you know, this to make chic. Yeah. I haven't seen that one in a while. Uh, double back, allergic to latex, has to use uh, sheepskin. Oh, that sucks. He's a, he, so he just doesn't use them, I guess, because oh, they're no. so expensive. I would not want to find out the hard way that I'm allergic to latex. That would suck. I, I don't know exactly what happens. I didn't ask him. I think it probably blows up like a tick. We had a conversation. He says he's allergic to latex, and we left it at that. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it gets rashy or it gets itchy. Oh, or, man, that sucks. Yeah, I don't want to know at all. I'm just glad... Uh, Ugh. Condom days are over. Apparently, that's terrifying. Well, only sailors use condoms. I probably wouldn't know how to use one today if someone gave me one. 
I feel like it's kind of like when you plug in a USB port. Like yeah. you know, I, I always am like, okay, it goes on this way. Then I realize it's going on wrong, and I flip it around real quick. Dude, like, I, always, I never get it right. Never the first got it right. Time. Never. It's like a USB port. Like I'm yeah. always like, wait, oh no, it's that. It way. is. You know. And because if, if you ever you ever roll up a her pleasure the wrong way and you burn your dick, <laughs> because there's a numbing sensation. If you get the ones that are her pleasure, the outer layer of it has like a numbing sensation. Yeah. Or is the other way around? It was one or the other way. So if you put it on the wrong way, you'll numb your dick. It sounds kind of cool, like a fun experiment alone. Then you, you can't feel your dick. No. You can't feel any sensation going there. Did you ever try to jerk off with your other hand? See if it feels like any different? I think we've all tried that one, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I can never keep it going, though, with the other hand. Yeah. It's all about the angle, you know what I mean? It's like, if you've done something so long, if you're a pitcher, you'll learn how to write pitch already. <laughs> And then you go in the mound, and you could be a great right-handed pitcher, but you try to pitch lefty, and you suck. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. You look like an old man, by the way. It looks like you're a pocket protector in your sure fucking jacket. pocket protector. Yes. sitting there with a fucking... Just hanging out like Bill Cosby. Can I do that? Oh, man. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed the show. It is hot in here, man. It is warm. Yeah, shut the AC off for the... We're, the show's almost over. My Italian blood is, like, kicking in right now. Anyway. We have muggy day up in Boston up here. 80-degree days. It's been muggy and hot. Um... But we do shut down the AC during the shows because, obviously, you don't want to have the background noise. No, we do not. But um, we're a little later than usual. If you notice, the light shut off when the time is shut off. So <laughs> halfway through the show. So that's why we have no light there. If we went dark on you, I hope you can still see everything. Um, but, uh, yes, we usually won't go this late. This is just we had to fit this in because of our busy schedule. So next week we'll be at our normal time yeah, around 7 yeah. o'clock. So if you're watching live, Alex Wallace, I should just talk to him. <laughs> um, next week at 7, 7.15, count on then. And then if you're listening on the man, I hope you enjoy this show and like us on Facebook, YouTube, subscribe, uh, the Instagram, and uh, all of the above. There's a lot of avenues you can you know, yes, you can enjoy us. You can track us all down so. in various ways. But, uh, yeah. And uh, what the hell is the deal with this Red Sox game? It's only the third inning at 10 o'clock. Is it the third inning? Yeah. Are serious? Or are they just doing highlights? No, I think it's long, long innings, I guess. No way. I don't know. We'll see. I got us. It's, it's ten to five. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's gonna be a long game. I'm not gonna stay it's up like to tell you. Oh, I'll listen to the fucking recap in the morning. Yeah. Uh, you plugging anything, sir? The usual. You know, uh, you can check out WorldWindReports.com or the Whirlwind Potato on YouTube. The Whirlwind Potato is my nickname in high school. <laughs> don't tell anyone. You don't want a newcomer coming and stealing the show. show. You gotta take it to the limit. <laughs> And uh, you can, if you're watching this, you're on the Packy anyways. If you're watching online, if you're not, go to thepacky.com and uh, you just do us a favor, like everything. and uh, Like stuff. Like stuff. Oh, and Winota, New York is where the Soccer Hall of Fame is. For is the, really? For the two people in the United States that care about soccer. Oh, put that on my list for next time I'm driving through mid-state New York. <laughs> mid-state New York. It's like mid-state. It's near Cooperstown. I want it. Oh my God! Wait a I second! All right, look at this. Is the soccer hall of fame? I want it. Hold on, let me show you a picture. Get out of here! <laughs> Someone's fucking house. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my God! Uh, I am soccer not, hall I am of fame is a, is a is a duplex in fucking Onetta, fucking New York, <laughs> which is near the Finger Lakes. So I can never confirm or deny this. I, so if you're in that area, enjoy soccer hall of fame. And until that week, until next until next week. Enjoy us, like us, comment, all that stuff. And uh, we'll see you then. So, uh, let's hear the motherfuckers. Bye bye. <laughs>